News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. Tell them Mark sent you. Thank you so much for making me a part of your morning on this Saturday, March 5th. It is a uh, special, special day in the world of sports because it's one of those great days where that peak time of the year and within the next couple of weeks, even uh, especially getting to April, you'll be talking about pretty much all five of the major sports will have places on my show. So we're getting into that fun part of the year, you know, August through now, early February, it's 75% football, and there might be 25% everyone else fighting for air. College football, uh, NBA, NHL, golf, anything else like that, and NASCAR. Now, it is, I mean, you got NBA stories. You got NFL stories. You got golf uh, drama. You have the majors coming on up at golf. You got NASCAR kicking off their season. Um, college basketball. Uh, draft news. I mean, it is, we're all over the map right now. So we'll try to uh, funnel all this down. We only have an hour to, uh, to hit on the major stuff. So I want to jump into it. Let's get started with, to me, the biggest headline in the world of sports this week. And it's one we're going to be keeping our eye on. Has been headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, listen, by now, if you don't know, Kyler Murray and his agent released a giant statement on Twitter, and they uh, and they uh, blew it on up for the whole world to see. Kyler Murray is committed to two things. Diehard Cardinals fans, you need to know this about Kyler Murray. He's committed to two very important things. He wants commitment to the city of Arizona, uh, to the state of Arizona and the city of Phoenix and and uh, growing and building. And he's committed to winning a Super Bowl. That's it. It's kind of like when Russell Wilson, yeah, I mean, Russell uh, Westbrook's like, I only have one friend, the ball. That's it. It's my only friend. I, there's only two things I care about. Commitment and winning a Super Bowl. Okay. okay. Listen, I, I read that whole ridiculously way too long release from Kyler Murray's agent, Kyler Murray, and it can only lead you to to one of two options. There's only two options after that was released. You know, things happen in your life, right? And you do things in your life and you make decisions. Kyler Murray and his agent made the decision to put that out there, right? Well, once you do stuff, you can't take it back. It creates now new options. It creates a new web of places you can go. And when Kyler Murray and his agent release that statement into the public, there was only two options to go off of, in my opinion, after that was released. Option number one is Kyler Murray needs to blame it on his agent and fire his agent. Kyler Murray needs to, needs to own up, like, come on out and be like, whoa, whoa, guys. I, I mean, 
Did you see that thing? It's kind of ridiculous. I, I didn't okay that. I'm firing my agent. We're moving on. Uh, that's ridiculous. I don't want to. I don't want to conduct my business in that way anymore. Uh, that was b- bad business. I uh, I I I should I should never have uh, of of trusted my agent to handle his business in that way, and he should be fired. That's option number one. And then I would be like, all right. I don't necessarily believe it, but I'll at least say, okay, Kyler Murray is aware that it's a bad look. You you try to correct a mistake. The agent himself should fire himself because as an agent, your job is to protect your client, do what's best for your client, and also push back on your client. And if your client is saying, and if it's Kyler Murray saying, do this, do this, do this, do this, the, it's the agent's job to be like, listen, I'm not going to do this. You, you, sh- you fire me. I'm not doing this. You got to either fire me or, do- I mean, like, this is just bad. It's just bad. As, as Dawson says, misspellings, way too long, the demands of, of course you want to win a Super Bowl. Of course you want commitment. Like, duh. Duh. So that's option number one. He's got two options, they said. Once you release that thing, and it's in the, it's in the universe, we've seen it. You have two options. Option number one, fire agent, blame it on the agent. Hopefully the agent's cool. Plays like, all right, you know, hey, listen, I I don't think it was warranted, but, you know, uh, it wasn't all my fault, but, you know, whatever, we move on, and, and uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be fine. So that's option number one. Option number two, and there's only the other option, is, is now if you're the Arizona Cardinals, and he doesn't do option number one, he doesn't fire his agent, he doesn't try to clean this up, I can't commit to Kyler Murray big-time money long-term. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I could commit to Kyler Murray big time money short term. I could commit to Kyler M- Murray reasonable money long term, but I cannot go Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, big time money, Justin Herbert, uh, uh, Joe Burrow. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I and I and I agree. With, uh, with the statement of uh, one of our comments here on Facebook Live for our radio listeners, our, my guy Tyler Dawson, that's the next point I was just getting to. You know, Kyler, just it, this was such a bad timing for him to do this if he's desperate for this new contract. Listen, Kyler Murray is making decent money. He's a first-round pick. You know, these first-round picks, he's not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was paying for literally getting paid literally like half a million dollars a year when he, you know, when he's getting absolutely lit up and and taking shots and this, that, and the other, and he finally got paid, and 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 now it's not great, and I wouldn't have paid Deck as much money as as they did, but at least you can justify the fact that over the course of Dak Prescott's time as a Cowboy, from start to finish, he was paid this much money. If you average it all over the time, and say, all right. That's then about fairness for service well done, your transaction between employer, employee, you did for me and I paid you and we, and we you know, comes about even. You know, Kyler Murray right now, you know, what are his demands? You know, he wants to be paid at this level, I think, that the other guys are going to get paid at or have been paid at and he just doesn't have the resume at all, at all. I mean, Kyler Murray... Is, is a good player. He's a talented player. But the leadership skills we saw in the playoff game, not really there. And and to be honest, the reason he wants this <clears throat> excuse me, money now and he wants this security is the thing that we all know. It's the elephant in the room. He got injured this year. Year three, he got injured. He's a small player. 
So he wants those guarantees. He wants that locked up. Do you take his care of his family for life? And I get that. I get it. But he and his agent have to be understanding and reasonable then. If I'm the Arizona Cardinals, and I, I'll come back with a, a sign it right now, a you know four-year deal, $100 million, 70 guaranteed. That's generational money. You've taken care of your family. It's great. I don't know how much more I can do than that right now with Kyler Murray. I just don't know. I, I look at, I would, you know, I'd compare him to the Ryan Tannehill deal. I'm not giving him Dak money. Uh, I'm not giving him Mahomes money. I'm not giving him Allen money. And it leads me to my next point. You know, the, the Cardinals are telling us through their actions how they feel. The Cardinals just signed their GM and their coach to extensions, basically saying to us, to Kyler, to everyone else, listen, pal, we like you, and we'd like you to be our quarterback, but you're not strong-arming us. Like, you're in a contract for three years, okay? And now our coach and our head and our, and our GM are under contract for longer than that. You know, we got them locked up. So if you want to hold out and you want to play hardball, uh, you know, and we don't want it, but we're not in any rush to do anything. And if we, and if you want a deal done this summer today, then the deal I would present if I was the Cardinals would be, you know, four years at max, one hundred and twenty-five million with seventy million guaranteed. And I, if I were the Cardinals, I'd want that last year to be able to really get out of it. You know, give Kyler, you know, some money, give him his guarantees. But I would look at a lot of, of like that Ryan Tannehill contract. And why would I look at the Ryan Tannehill contract? Well, first off, Kyler Murray, third-year player, finally gets to the playoffs, 11-win season, but a really bad end of the season and a really horrific playoff game where he did not play well, the offense was bad, and the Cardinals went all in. You know, this was, you know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, Joe Burrow, his chance to cash in, to make big, to make the big bank. You know, if he would have done what Mahomes did and win the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl MVP, yada, 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 yada. All of a sudden, you can stare down your organization and say, pay up. Kyler had that chance, too. And Kyler was given more support than Joe Burrow or anyone else. I mean, listen, look what they've given Kyler in the last two years. Hopkins. They went out and got J.J. Watt. They went out and got A.J. Green. They traded for Ertz in the middle of the season. They went all in. They gave him the weapons. And, I mean, you get 11-win season that flutters after being the last team undefeated. You didn't even win your division. And you have a first-round playoff exit in a bad, bad loss to your division rival? You. You want to make the demands? You. And I think that's what the Cardinals are saying. They're saying, listen, Kyler. Come back next year. Let's run it back. We're committed to you. If you want security now, this is the only deal we're offering you with security. And I think it's and I think if you can come in, prove to us that you're worth what Allen is 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 worth and you're worth what Mahomes and Jackson and those guys are worth, then fine. But I'd play real hardball with Kyler Murray. And I, if I were the Cardinals, I would not be afraid to be aggressive in the free agent uh veteran quarterback market. You're not paying Kyler a ton. Go out and get a Mitchell Trubisky if Kyler holds out. Go out and get a Jameis Winston if Kyler holds out. 
I'd be aggressive. I'd say I, I, I'm not. I'm not letting my franchise be hamstrung by Kyler Murray. I'm not. I would love Kyler Murray as the future my quarterback for a certain amount of dollars. Now, um, it leads me to my final point on this. What is that? Where does Kyler Murray rank? What What do you put him at? And I think it's. I, I, I honestly, I, did, I I worked through it this week, and I and I looked it over this morning, and I tried to find holes in it for myself, and I I just don't. I don't think your list may be different, but you cannot convince me that Kyler Murray is anything better than that at, at max the ninth best quarterback that I'd want on my leading my franchise for the next two to three years. Ninth best. I'm not paying him, and I don't want him more than Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Jackson, Herbert. Those young guys in. The, Entering their primes or or Mahomes in your prime, I I want all five of those guys more than I want Kyler Murray. Bigger, stronger, more proven. I get leadership qualities. I get um, more elite skills in certain ways. I, I want all five of those guys ahead of Murray. No no question about it. J- Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Jackson, Herbert. No question. That's easy. Then I look at the veterans, and I think there's at least three veteran quarterbacks right now that I would say absolutely, if available, and I could get them, I would take them and pay them more than Kyler Murray to lead my team. And that's Rodgers, Stafford, and Russell Wilson. So that's eight. He's not in my top eight. Then you can argue, all right, yeah, he's ahead of Dak. Yeah, he's ahead of Kirk Cousins. He's ahead of... You know, that next group of guys, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Tua Tungavailoa. He's ahead of, you know, I would take Kyler ahead of um, the, the the young, young guys, the rookies, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, uh, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, those guys right now. I'd take him ahead of all these rookies in this class. I would take him ahead of, you know, um, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, those guys. Yeah, of course, of course. But... I mean, at best, he's the ninth best quarterback in the league. And I'm not being hamstrung by the at best ninth best quarterback in the NFL who is now injury. Injuries are concerned for a small body who's already not. He's not making pennies. He's making good money. He's making his good rookie first round pick scale, a salary scale. And all he's done for me is with a stacked roster. Lose the division with a bad stretch to after he comes back from injury and a horrific playoff loss. I'm not being hamstrung by it. And the organization is telling you they're not going to be hamstrung by it. They committed to their head coach. They committed to their general manager. I like Kyler Murray as a player. I don't like Kyler Murray as a leader of my franchise right now, especially if he okayed this by the agent and if he hasn't already fired his agent. If the agent went rogue and did this, I'm concerned as a Cardinals fan that Kyler Murray hasn't fired his agent. If the, if Kyler Murray was a part of this, I'm concerned that Kyler Murray is a leader of men in my franchise, okayed this and is comfortable with this being out there. Either way, it's a bad look. It's not great. It's not great. And I'd argue uh, there's just no way you can convince me that Kyler Murray is not is any better than at, at max the ninth best quarterback you want leading your team for the next three years. I don't want to go five years. Let's let's focus on the three years. Because three years in the NFL is a bleeping eternity. It's an eternity. We know this. Three years is an eternity in the NFL. 
If you make it to three years, that's a career for a lot of guys. So I don't want to, you know, you get in this whole, who do you want for the next 10 years? Well, of course you want youth then and maybe some upside, but you can't predict that. It's just too hard. Um, you're listening on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get off of Kyler Murray and we are going to focus on the MLB. Listen, I, I just want to be frank with the MLB. I don't want to get angry. I don't want to get heated. I don't want to get emotional. I want to be. Uh, I want to be. Uh, I want to take emotion out of it. We got to take emotion out of it. We got to look each other in the eye. We're negotiating. I, I want to. I just give out the facts. I'm going to lay out the facts for the MLB coming up next. We're live and local in America's hometown. News Talk 1070 KHMO. It's on the mark. And paid for by Max Pace Mark. Now News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on Mac Town the Mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO. The KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. You, uh, you know the drill. Number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. You got to shop online. I'm telling you. CunisHonda.com, CunisHyundai.com, or just go to CunisQuincy.com. You can find everything through there. I found my truck through CunisQuincy.com. Was able to call the dealership like, hey, um, I, I want to look at this truck I found on your website. But they say it's in Monmouth. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We'll have it for you tomorrow. Test drove it tomorrow. Was in the dealership. Made a deal. I mean, incredible. They got me an incredible deal. Paid less than what it was listed for. And uh, you drive out with a brand new vehicle. I mean, it is, uh, it's just incredible what they do at Cunis Honda Hyundai. I cannot speak highly enough of them. Check them on out. Uh, you will not be disappointed if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. All right, uh, let's jump into it. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So um, the May, uh, Major League Baseball, they have officially canceled games, right? They, we, have, uh, we have baseball and they are saying to us, they're looking us in the eye and saying, we're canceling games. Now, there is a, I want to make sure we, we differentiate what's happening here. The last time baseball had to cancel games due to a labor struggles was in the mid-90s. And that was a strike. The players went on strike. This is not a player strike. This is a lockout. There's a difference. Baseball, the organization known as the Major League Baseball Organization, MLB, they are locking out the players and the fans and the stadium workers and everyone saying, no, 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 we're done. We're not doing this. Baseball is saying no to the players. They're not agreeing, and they're saying no. And I I, I want the point of this little straight-on discussion with Hespin Headline 2 that I want to get to. So let's get to it, and then we can expand on it. Is that when you see the people on Twitter and you and you hear the people on social media or uh, you know on ESPN are saying, I'm done! I'm never watching baseball again! They've lost me! They've lost me! I'm a fan and no more! Don't listen to those people. Don't listen to those people. Those people are not real sports fans, and they don't get it. I'm frustrated as all get out with baseball. I want to use a lot of swear words when it comes to baseball. But, yes, I will still watch Cubs-Cardinals when those games are played. I will still prioritize baseball. But prioritize is the word there. What do you prioritize baseball now above? Baseball was America's game. Baseball 
what is America's pastime? And that word past is really important in that. It's no more. I'd argue for me right now this morning, baseball is sixth on my list of priority. If you're talking about just a regular season baseball game that is run-of-the-mill, my team not included, you know, probably six on my list. NFL one, and college football two, NBA three, major golf four, the majors. I mean, I would, especially like during COVID when he had majors in the fall, Oh my gosh, I don't care if it's, you know, if it's like Cubs World Series, that's the only way I'm putting on Cubs World Series and not major golf, baseball over golf at this point. And then NASCAR, I would argue that NASCAR for me, on a, on a in a summer day, random summer day, Sunday, NASCAR's at Talladega and the Cubs are, you know, at Miami, I'm watching NASCAR. Now, if you're again, you can then argue well priority for your team and the core love of that sport over you know I would argue at this point though a Blackhawks playoff game versus a baseball playoff game, a Cubs playoff game, I would prioritize probably the Blackhawks at this point. Baseball's losing priority. Baseball is is just losing that. And I know it seems silly. I know saying NASCAR over baseball seems silly, but what I'm trying to make the point of is that like baseball already has a priority problem. They already have that priority problem. They have 162 games. There's no urgency to watch baseball. There's none. No urgency to watch baseball except for the first two weeks, which they've already canceled. And then the playoff push in the last two weeks. And now they're going to ruin that because they're adding playoff teams. And, the, and and you're going to have a bunch of teams that are already in. They're just in. So they're, they're killing themselves. And I would say that if I was in the negotiations, if I got to sit in front of Matt, Rob Manfred, the owners, I would, I would say this to their face. I'd say you're killing your urgency. You're killing your priority. There's, I, I have no priority for baseball. The draft, you know, college football in the fall. Are you kidding me? Bama, Georgia on a Saturday night versus an MLB playoff game? It's not even close. I'm watching Bama, Georgia. And a regular season week three, Bama, Georgia. It doesn't have to be playoffs. They've, they've, they've killed their priority status in this country uh, with fans. You know, and, and it just goes to show you, they're not on social media. The MLB's, I think I saw something ridiculous. The MLB's got like 8 million followers on Twitter or Instagram. For like the NBA is like 50 million. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's such a joke. It's such a joke. They're killing themselves. I would tell it to them faces. I'd say, you know what you need to be doing in these collective bargaining agreements? You need to be giving power to the players. You need to be giving them stardom. You need to be giving them platforms to which people will will watch them, engage with them, and they will consume them as a product. Look at, I mean, look at what ba- basketball does. We're about to talk about it. James Harden is now on his third team in a year and a half. We don't care. I can't, I tuned in last, I'm eyeballs glued to 76ers net, uh, Knicks to watch James Harden in a Nets uniform. 
I don't, I, I don't care to see James Harden win a championship, but I'm fascinated by the stardom and the drama and the storylines. Baseball has none of that. None of that intrigue. None of that. And they've killed themselves in the priority. So if I was baseball, I mean, listen, I'm going to watch baseball. We'll talk baseball. I love baseball. I do. But, I mean, come on. This is a joke. This absolute joke. The thing, the, the only part of the calendar that baseball can claim that they have some priority on. Some priority is, is spring training into opening day and opening two weeks. Very exciting. And they killed that. They just killed it. Because they, uh, the, you know, the 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 owners are you're so worried, and 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 what kills you then is is that the players know it, the fans are, who are following this are not dumb. Rob Manfred lies to you. He goes up on stage after they don't make a deal and says, "Well, you know, the past five years has just been so hard for baseball." No, 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 no. COVID was hard for everyone, yes, but you were blowing away revenue records, ten billion plus dollars in revenue three straight years before COVID. And what businesses that have thrived post-COVID have shown you is that you need to double down and invest harder. And you need to take those losses on the chin and springboard it. The, ML, the NBA has done that. Football's done that. They all have done it. And baseball can't do it. They're going to sit there and whine. Baseball is dying because the owners who own the teams are dying. They are literally old and dying their their way of of making money is still the the method of like I own a parking lot. Yeah, Uber's killing that, pal. The world is changing. Prioritize the few moments on the calendar that you actually own. You actually own those moments in the calendar. And I'd argue if baseball baseball could see this as a priority and they could make this they could they could use this to their advantage saying, "Listen, we're going to have less games." How exciting was that 60-game COVID season? It was thrilling. Every game counted with the 60-game COVID season. We, we, our eyeballs were glued to it. So try now. You've already canceled some games. You're going to have, you know, get it down. Cancel some more. And then set a new start to the, to the season of like, you know, middle of June and say, we got 100 games. Let's go. Sprint, baby, sprint. And give the players what they want. Open it on up. Give them the freedom to share the clips on social media, to actually engage, to grow the game with younger fans. The MLS is nipping at your heels. They're coming for you. They're expanding. They're getting a team in St. Louis. They got their new team in Charlotte. They expect 70,000 people, I heard, at that game in Charlotte against uh, LAFC for the opening. They're coming for you. And, and the NFL is blown by you. The NBA is blown by you. I'd argue college football is miles ahead of you. And 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 you're now you're now competing. You're you're honestly now MLB, you're in the you're in the competitive space of can we beat out eyeballs of NASCAR and and MLS? And that's where you're that's the group you're in. That's the group you're in. And it's your own fault. Look in the mirror, Rob Manfraud. Frank the Tank, I agree. Uh, you're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. When we come back, we're going to talk basketball. The Eastern Conference is so fascinating. 
so fascinating. Uh, and we'll dive into uh, where it stands as of this morning. We're live and local. America's News Talk 1070 KHMO with the KHMO app. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org employment. Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. Picture yourself at the grocery store, checking off items on your grocery list app, going aisle by aisle as you fulfill the requests of your family. Bread, milk, cereal, hmm, donuts. Now think about your last prayer time with God. Do you ever treat prayer like a grocery list? Prayer is inviting God into our circumstances, into our hopes, fears, and our dreams, and our pain. It isn't going down aisle by aisle as we check off our list of requests. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul encourages us to pray without ceasing. This means living relationally with God as we learn to talk and listen to Him throughout our day. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. The Charlie Kirk Show. This new phrase that uh, the left likes to say, I think they're being cute. It says good trouble. It's their new favorite expression. It's so played out. It's in reference to John Lewis. It means that you could be a criminal if the ends justify the means. Or if you're being a criminal, it's a good thing because it is in the pursuit of what they consider to be righteous and justice. The Charlie Kirk Show. Weeknights at 8 on KHMO. On our first date, we have forecast from the News Talk 1070 KHMO Weather Center. Cloudy skies with a few peaks of sun today with a high of 74. Southerly winds, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Lows level off around 36. Tonight, chance for scattered thunderstorms. Highs around 52 tomorrow. Right now, 61. Welcome on back to On the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, Faith Family Giving Back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. Tell them Mark sent you and bring your W-2s. It's tax time, and uh, they're going to do your taxes for you. They're going to get you your refund amount, and then they're going to put it on a card for you to immediately spend as a down payment on a new or used vehicle. It's incredible what they're doing over there. You don't got to wait for it. You don't got to wait for it. And then when your actual tax turn comes in a couple weeks, you're already set. You're going to wait for that tax turn to come in. New cars on the lot daily almost. Check it on out. CunisHonda.com, CunisQuincy.com, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. All right. Um, let's move on uh, to our uh, uh, next topic. And, and you know what? We got to look at the Eastern Conference in the NBA. The Eastern Conference in the NBA right now is absolutely 
um, a juggernaut. I mean, there are there are five teams in the Eastern Conference of the NBA that I absolutely believe right now are Eastern Conference Finals teams. And yet you say to yourself, well, well Mark, that doesn't make sense because only two teams can make the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I know. It's it's really, really fascinating how this all shaken out. We now have some distance between us and the James Harden uh, trade and the Ben Simmons trade, 76ers and Nets. And I'll tell you what, the the 76ers are absolutely legit right now. They are they are legitimate title contenders right now. I did not think the 76ers were title contenders um, pre-trade. I absolutely think they, they could play for an NBA title. I don't know if anyone's beating a healthy Phoenix or a healthy Golden State out of the East, but I will just say this. Philadelphia with James Harden and Joel Embiid, if they can stay healthy and keep growing this relationship, and they have a leg up on the Nets, on the Bulls right now, and even the Heat, I would argue, with Oladipo, is that they're all in right now. All their guys are here. Their core pieces are here, and they're playing. So, while yes, you could argue, well, they could get injured, I I don't want to factor that in. I, I, I just want to factor in the fact that they're having time to gel together. And so when they're pushed in a game six on their home court, they feel confident that they you know, have more games together. They, they, they have a, a longer, a, a larger knowledge base of how they react as teammates with each other. And it makes the Philadelphia 76ers really scary. As of this morning, I would rank the, 70, uh, the 76ers as the second best team in the East. Uh, right now, my Eastern Conference power rankers go Milwaukee 1, uh, Philly 2, then I would go Miami three, the Nets four, the Bulls five. So let's talk Miami um, Nets and Bulls. And my thought with ranking them three, four, five in that way, Miami is pretty much set of how Miami's going to look. If they get Oladipo back, that is icing on the cake. And I do think if they get Oladipo back, um, he's a real, real help for them making Easter Conference Finals in the playoffs. That is, uh, he, he's still a, you know, a, a 16, 17 a point a night guy with good defense, um, you know, can get his own shot at any point in time and fits the Heat culture perfectly. Um, with the Nets, I am very concerned. Obviously, they're getting, they got Kevin Durant back. And that's great. But the Nets, you know, they still lost three in a row. They still got to climb so far up the the ranking. I mean, they're the eighth seed right now. You know, they're going to have to go through so much extra work if they can't find their way into that five or six spot. It's just nothing. It's nothing if you're a Nets fan that you want to be dealing with, especially because they. I'm the most concerned about how it's all going to gel together. Kevin Durant with Kyrie. If they're playing, you know, the Brooklyn can get their laws figured out and and let Kyrie play home games. Kevin, Kyrie, and all the shooters they have with the veterans, that is a that is a uh, Easter Conference final team. If they can somehow find a way to make Ben Simmons have a role and for it to all fit, and, it, and, and, and I can see it before the playoffs start, you know, give me 10 games of it working before the playoffs start, then I can buy into them maybe moving up higher in that ranking, get them to number three on the Easter Conference power ranking. I, I still don't know if I will put Brooklyn ever ahead of the Nets and the Bucks. I feel confident this morning feel, saying the Bucks and the Nets, to me, are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. I mean, the Bucks and the Sixers. The Nets the Nets have the can jump up, but right now I put them at that, at that four spot because I just 
I just don't know. I just don't know with Ben Simmons how it's all going to gel. And with Kevin Durant come back, and they just have so far to climb up. And my, my Bulls, obviously, they're in, a, they're in a tough spot right now. They've lost four in a row. They now only have a one-and-a-half game lead on Boston for the four spot. The Bulls can make an Eastern Conference Finals, but they, I think, need the most things now for them to kind of go right. For the Bulls to make an Eastern Conference Finals, they need to have at least five to ten games of the regular season left of Caruso, Ball, and Williams playing as much as they can with Levine, Vucevic, uh, DeRozan, Kobe White, uh, Jones Jr., and all these other guys. Because what makes the Bulls so special as a team to actually compete for an, not only an Easter Conference title, but a possibly an NBA championship, is the amount of depth that they would have and the bodies to throw at people in a playoff series. They have so many bodies. They have so many C, C plus, B minus players. You know, they have their A's. They have Levine. They have DeRozan. Those are A's. You have Vucevic is a high B plus. And then you have all these other guys. You have Ball, Caruso, Patrick Williams, all B, B minus, B plus players. Then you have the whole nother layer of, of players with the Tristan Thompson, the Derek Jones Juniors, the Greens, all these other guys, Kobe White, who you say, it's an onslaught of really talented players the Bulls can throw at you, who've all now played really big minutes, too, because of the injuries. So I need, for me to feel confident the Bulls could compete in the Eastern Conference, they've got to hold on to a top four seed, preferably get to a two seed or a one seed, which is not out of the realm. They're, they're still there. They're only three games back in Miami. It can all turn around. But I need to see Ball. I need to see... Um, um, I, I I need to see Ball. I need to see Caruso. I need to see Williams gel at least five, ten games in the regular season to feel confident saying that. Um, but it's fascinating. This race in the Eastern Conference, Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, Chicago, Brooklyn, all really good teams. Really, really good teams. And then you have a team like a Boston, Cleveland, uh, who are really fun to watch, young, and they will absolutely be scrappy. They will not be five game outs, six game outs. Those will be seven game series. Um, with a, with a you know Chicago, Boston, a, Mo- a Milwaukee, Boston, a, a Philly, Cleveland. Those are six seven game series. They are legit. Everyone else in the East: Toronto, Atlanta, Charlotte, Washington. I don't buy. I don't buy. Um, um, I don't buy them being really competitive to win a series. That's for sure. Um, you listen on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the show with a couple of quick hitter topics. I got three of them, and I got uh, strong thoughts on all of them. Uh, we turn our focus back to the NFL. We're live and local in America's hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. I'm Danny Schaefer, lifestyle content creator. My little brother had these piercing blue eyes like the ocean. He was just 33 when we lost him to an accidental opioid overdose. My name is Darren Waller. I had it made, living my dream playing professional football. Then my life hit rock bottom. I had an accidental opioid overdose. I felt the shame, the stigma. Everyone knew, but no one talked about it. I felt completely isolated. My family didn't even know. 
I refuse to stand by and watch without doing everything I can to change the stigma. If you know someone taking opioids, have a safety plan and talk about it. It can happen to anyone you know or love. It happened to me. I'm sharing Scott's story because reversing the silence can help save lives. Let's help put a stop to opioid overdoses being a leading cause of accidental death in America. Be prepared. Learn how at reversesilence.org. Did you know that more lives are lost to lung cancer each year than breast, colorectal, and prostate cancers combined? Lung cancer will claim more than 135,000 lives this year. But new treatments have improved survival for many with the disease and offer new hope for many more. So does lung cancer screening with low-dose chest CT. The American Cancer Society and most major professional organizations recommend that adults ages 55 and older with a long history of smoking, even if they have quit, should talk with their doctor to learn more about lung cancer screening. Lung cancer screening saves lives by detecting lung cancer early when it's more successfully treated. So, ask your doctor if lung cancer screening is right for you. And if you smoke, ask your doctor to help you quit. Visit the National Lung Cancer Roundtable website at nlcrt.org. That's nlcrt.org. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Well, welcome on back to On the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from in their network of dealers. They have the lifetime powertrain warranty, the no fear warranty on new and used vehicles. They're doing your taxes for you. Everything uh, under one roof. Cunis Honda, CunisHyundai.com, CunisQuincy.com, or just stop by the dealership. Tell them Mark sent you at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis country. All right. Um, wrapping up the show here, a couple quick hitter topics. Um, Let's start with, there was a report during the week that Ian Rappaport, trusted NFL reporter, he's not tweeting out things that he hasn't actually heard that aren't actually sourced, that um, that he's not just making up stories. He's not a blog boy. He's not me trying to get clicks and headlines. He said there is a report that Aaron Rodgers had told Green Bay that he wants $50 million a year. I, you know what, Aaron? Fine. Uh, you know what? I, and I'm okay with this. I'm comfortable. Pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million for the next two years. As a Bears fan, I think it's a win for me. I hate Aaron Rodgers in my division, but if he's going to be in my division, at least let him eat up so much of the cap, it's pathetic. But I'll, I'll say this. Aaron Rodgers, I'm so I'm so glad that the end of his career is going the way it is in a lot of ways because I have felt this way for a long time. Aaron Rodgers is not as great as an all-time QB as uh, as people make him out to be. He's not a top five QB of all time. I, and I think now at this point, if his career fizzles out the way it does with just some more playoff losses, you know, he'll have great stats, great records, maybe another MVP, whatever. But he is, you know, at best, in my opinion, as I, I, I put the rankings out with our, my guy Dan Vasco last summer, I had him, I think, eighth. And, and at this point, I feel comfortable with that. And, and, like, and maybe now he may continue to fall. The higher Mahomes goes and these other young guys who are more dedicated to winning and better leaders and everything. And, you know, Aaron is Aaron. He's drama. And the thing that makes me so mad is I don't know why he doesn't just embrace it. Be dramatic. You you are dramatic, so just live in that. But I hate the whole, you know, Ian Rappaport tweets this out. He heard it from somewhere. He's not going to just make up stuff. And then for him to go on Pat McAfee and be like, oh, I don't know, everyone make a big deal. This is all drama, drama, drama. You're the drama, Aaron. Just own it. Own it. Be a dick. You know what I mean? Do, do your thing. Be the heel. I agree. All right. Um, 
Amari Cooper, released by the Cowboys, possibly. I, listen, they didn't want to pay him the $20 million. They, did, they wanted to pay him that two years ago when they signed him to the deal. I think it's a bad move for the Cowboys. i got to be honest. You need weapons in this league. You need them. And Dak Prescott is a different quarterback with Amari Cooper and without Amari Cooper. Look at the numbers. I don't got to sit here and read them for you. Just look at the numbers. Hey, trust me. He's a different quarterback. And I get it. You say, well, we got Gallup and uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, listen, I, I, Dallas is an offensive team with a young defense that cannot count on their defense to be that good every year. They had a special year. Michael Parsons had a special year. Diggs had a special year. They're going to be good players, Pro Bowl players, but you can't you can't expect them to be you know that good every single year. I think Dallas is in for a, a rude awakening when they let Amari Cooper go. Now, if they can replace him with someone, you know, whether maybe they have an eye on the receiver in a draft, and but like you can't just sign. Gallup, not replace Amari Cooper, and 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 feel like the Cowboys going to be you know the same team next year. And if I am Jacksonville, Chicago, the Jets, um, any any of the teams with young quarterbacks, I want an Amari Cooper. I, if I can get Amari Cooper to a good deal, or your hell, if you're Green Bay, if you're if you know Seattle. If you got a quarterback who's young and you want to help them grow, or if you got a quarterback who's win now. Go get Amari Cooper because he will help you either win now or he's a lot like a, a Allen Robinson was for the Bears the past couple years. He will really stabilize your wide receiver room and help your young quarterback. Uh, so I, I think there's a lot of options for Amari Cooper. I'm not willing to break the bank for Amari Cooper, just not because you can see the teams find players in the draft right now. The draft is so wide receiver heavy in the young players in the league, but I want an Amari Cooper. I think he's still a, le- he's a legitimate number one in the league. He's a legitimate number one in the league. And he can lead your, he can really, really lead your, your locker room of wide receiver. Yeah, 10 to 12 million a year, three year deal, 36 million guaranteed. I- I'd do it. Yeah, I would do that if I was the Bears for Amari Cooper. I would just rather keep Allen Robinson. I'll be frank about that. I, I, would, I like Allen more than Amari. I li- already, he knows Chicago. He's in the system. Already had a year with Justin Fields. I'd rather that. But, yeah. All right, um, final thing. This is something we'll talk more about uh, when we get to April. The NFL draft is coming. Uh, Combine this week. Wills, that kid out of Liberty. Whew. He's got a lot of look like the Trey Lance. He's had the Trey Lance year where you just he takes the shirt off, throws the football. You're like, wait, who's this kid? What, what was he doing? Played Liberty? This kid's got a rocket arm. He is the – if you're Atlanta – um, if you're anyone who's got a quarterback on the way out and you're trying to, you know, let the kid sit for a year, oh, or if you're if you're an indie or if you're a team that is got a ton of talent and you're okay with you know understanding the kid is raw, but you just want to bring in that talent, that kid out of Liberty. Uh, but Kenny Pickett, to me, he's the story. He is the guy that you, if, if Kenny Pickett's the guy. Then you're like, holy smokes, this kid, kind of like a Joe Burrow, meteoric rise, really good season. He, hand size is a legitimate concern. Kenny Pickett's hands measured out at 8.5. 8, 8.5. To put that into context, there is no quarterback in the NFL with an 8.5. Even Kyler Murray, who's like 5'9", bigger hands. Kenny Pickett wears gloves on both hands. 
Okay? 8.5 is small. That is small. It's a red flag for me. It's a big red flag. It's enough of a red flag to go, I would I would lean, you know, towards later first round or second round. I, I'm I, Honestly, the, the, my guy uh, Warren Sharp on Twitter, he said, no player um, uh, in the NFL has been successful with 8.5-inch hands in NFL history except for Michael Vick. And Michael Vick was such a physical outlier at rushing the quarter, rushing the football and a rocket of an arm. And I would say, what was Michael Vick's biggest concern? He struggled with accuracy, did the small hands. I, Kenny Pickett, I like him. I think if he is in the right system, like, you know, a Pittsburgh late first round where you can, you know, I would not be trading up for Kenny Pickett. I mean, you know, I would need a, a really solid system around it. That is really concerning. Eight and a half, um, really concerning, especially when you when you then put him next to a guy like that Willis from Liberty. My God, the kid, the, the cannon arm. It was just all the talent in the world. I can work with that. I can mold that clay. Uh, thank you so much for tuning on into episode, what was it? Episode 125 of On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Um, enjoy this week of sports ahead. Uh, we will, of course, uh, throughout the week, if there's things you want me to talk about in next week's show that pop on up, uh, hit me up through the uh, KHMO On the Mark Facebook page. Hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-N. If you only listen on the radio, check out the KHMO Facebook page. Just search On the Mark KHMO on Facebook. All the word, On the Mark KHMO on Facebook. You'll find us there. We got the podcast back up, so expect the podcast to be on the KHMO Facebook page uh, later. If you missed any part of the show and you want to uh, catch on up, so check it on out. Enjoy the weekend. It's On the Mark, News Talk 1070, KHMO, the KHMO app. I've got muscular dystrophy.